0: days where when I was getting ready to come over here, I remember picking up the bottle of my antidepressants and my allergy pills, but I don't remember taking them. So I just like had one of those moments where I was like, wait a minute, what's happening? So So. you can be
1: like either heavily under medicated or just medicated with caffeine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that reminds me of when You accidentally took two Sudafed in 24 hours and then cut holes in your t-shirts. Sorry, that's a big reveal. No, it it.
0: was... (laughs) Listen, it was like the only time that I was absolutely high out of my mind and I had no clue why. All I remember was I couldn't sleep and the only thing in my brain was to make cutoffs of like every single t-shirt I owned. Um, and it was, it was because I wasn't feeling well and I took medicine and then I went to your house and your mom's like, here, take another one of these. And then the next day I was like, why, why oh. did I cut up all my t-shirts? Yeah. Oh my God. Horrible. <laughs> and I also remember too, like, I mean, it's technically speed, right? I have no idea. I think it's meth. Like, Suda no, FED it's is not. Me- no, Sudafed is useful breaking bad. It's Sudafed is used to make meth. Oh. <laughs> but whatever. Like I didn't know that. I was like so hot and sweaty too and I was like what's wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> I just have to do this really bad. I just
1: have to I'm going to take my jacket off because get comfy. I thought I was feeling Oh wait, I got to get my pillow. Like in therapy when I hold mm-hmm. my pillow, my therapist just gets me. She gets you. She always has a pillow on the couch for me whenever oh. I would go in. Now I just hold pillows at home <laughs> and talk to her Should we tell the people why they're here
0: today? Oh, yeah. That probably is a good idea. Um, Welcome to our podcast. It's called Brought to You by the Letter Pod with Carly and Kelsey.
1: I'm Kelsey. And I'm Carly. So. So. I had a topic from Mm -hmm. the list that we agreed on. I researched it this whole week. Okay. And last night I was like, this shit is boring. What? And I went rogue, and did something completely different this morning. Seriously? Yeah. Like, was it on our list? Because,
0: like I said, I don't even remember the list. No.
1: Wow. I was just like, this would be a great one. Good. And it actually is way more informative and interesting than I thought, which is great because the other one, I'm not going to say it in case we end up doing it and I just was getting lazy or whatever because I've had a bad week, but... Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Teehee. Okay. Do you have any idea? I have no clue. Okay, it's a little spooky. Okay, I love it. But it actually relates to something that's IRL, like a thing. Uh
0: huh. It's because okay, so you know, like I hate scary movies, but I like scary, like hearing about scary stories and scary things. Like I'm that yep. person that there'll be a horror movie, like Insidious, or or what's the one that was huge, like the terrifying one, um, Hereditary. Like I know what happens in that but I will never watch it because I hate, I can't do scary. So I love scary stories though. It's
1: one of my favorites. I hate scary stories, but this was like an urban led, like it's, it's for folklore, urban legend. And then I was like, oh, I want to find out like how this started. And then it turns out it's like from history. And I'm like, oh, that I love it. I'm so excited. So today we're going to learn about Bloody Mary brought to you by the letter B. Ooh. Do you know anything about Bloody Bra- Mary? <laughs> Not the alcohol. I, so the thing.
0: Here's what I know. And like I was, I remember being scared by this. I remember learning about it in elementary school Uh, where I went had like, I think it was like the fourth and fifth grade bathroom was like creepy as hell. Like it was such a creepy bathroom. I, re- I specifically remember it. And I remember someone told me that they were dared to do the Bloody Mary thing in that bathroom which was like the scariest bathroom. Like I don't know why it was so terrifying, but like I remember someone told me that, and I was like, "Wait, what happens?" And then they told me what happens, and I was like, "Please don't do it! Don't do it!" Like i was <laughs> like screaming like eight year old. You was like, what? "No!" <laughs> yeah, I was so scared. No. But I think it was because <laughs> like oh, she was my she was like my good or we can beep her name whatever. She was like my good friend in fourth grade. So is a shitster she no she totally would do that she, prob- she totally probably totally would hurts. summon a spirit no like it's probably it was probably her and i was like please don't
1: don't do please, it please stop please well okay oh my god i'm so excited um it's actually like well i'll just start so bloody mary for those who don't know is the legend of a ghost phantom or spirit conjured to reveal the future she is said to appear in the mirror when her name is chanted the bloody mary apparition may be benign or malevolent, depending on the historic variations of the legend. Okay. The divination ritual, which I didn't know what that was, so the divination... is to predict, prophesize, or be inspired by a god Mm -hmm. in the attempt to gain insight into a question or situation by way of an occultic process or
0: ritual. So, I'm sorry if, like, you answer this, but what I kind of now it makes sense what you were saying like to see the future because I think you chant it in the mirror and then they appear and you ask a question or something right oh is
1: that I know oh so maybe I'm making that up okay I don't know never mind well so so <laughs> let me get into it let me give you a little bit of background okay <clears throat> when you gaze into the mirror oh I'm scared <laughs> I'm scared I'm still scared of this okay, okay. so it started out as young women were encouraged to walk up a flight of stairs backwards holding a candle and a hand mirror in a dark house what they gazed into the mirror and they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face or a skull what aka the face of the grim reaper which would indicate that you were going to die before you had the chance to marry Oh, my God. Which also I'm like, of course a legend would revolve around that bullshit. (laughs) This patriarchy bullshit. But wait, okay,
0: so when was this, too? Like, do you know the time period? So
1: I don't have that, but I know where it comes from, so that'll give you some uh, insight into when this started. Because I'm
0: just thinking of, like, a long, flowy, like, white, Gown yeah. walking upstairs with a freaking yeah. candlestick holder, tripping over it and breaking your face, and then you're Bloody Mary,
1: actually. Yeah, know. then you get caught in the mirror, and then you're Bloody Mary. No, so like she, so the way that I remember it is just like we were just trying to summon somebody, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what the purpose was, but apparently it had something to do with, you know, the love, the love of your life, or whatever. Blah 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 blah. In the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically, ritualistically, invoke her name in the act of cantoptromancy, which okay. means using a mirror. I don't know. Ooh. So this is done by repeating or chanting her name into the mirror placed in a dimly, dimly lit or candlelit room. The name must be uttered 13 times or three times, depending I, on where you grew up. Yeah, I thought it was three. For me, it was also three. Yeah. The Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost. <sighs> that can be friendly or evil. So scary. And is sometimes seen covered in blood. The lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure apparition, screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, trying to steal their soul, drinking their blood, scratching their eyes out, very (gasps) aggressive. Some other things that Bloody Mary is known by or is called is Hail Mary or Mary Worth. There's also a popular Japanese uh, legend that parallels to the Bloody Mary mythology, it's called Hanako-san, or, um, I mean, I'll butcher this, Tori no Hakosan, which means Hako of the toilet.
0: So, (laughs) (laughs) is Hako ghost, probably?
1: I, or or Hanako, Hanako, I don't know. So it's a Japanese legend about the spirit of a young girl named Hanako-san who haunts school toilets. Whoa. Na, 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 na. Wait, Moaning Myrtle. Yeah, like Moaning Myrtle, exactly, from Harry Potter. So like many urban legends, the details are, the origin story is kind of varies depending on what versions you hear, but they often attribute it to the ghost of a World War II-era girl who was killed while playing hide-and-seek during an air raid, and she was either murdered by a stranger or a parent. she committed suicide in a school toilet which sounds a little hard to me but like i don't want to so wait i'm sorry is this referring to the japanese this is this is the japanese version so So, this is like their bloody mary
0: so that's interesting because like i was just saying earlier i knew of it in school like doing it in school that's where i
1: think it starts you know whoa
0: okay
1: yeah so possible explanations for Um, accounts where people do see this person it can be attributed to staring into the mirror for a prolonged period of time with a dimly lit room causes you to hallucinate Uh so your facial features may appear to either melt distort disappear or rotate oh my god that's so scary and sometimes even animal or strange faces may appear uh giovanni caputo of uh, University of Urbino writes that the phenomenon, which he has called strange strange face illusion, is believed to be a consequence of a disassociative identity effect, which causes the brain's facial re- recognition system to misfire in a current unidentified way. So we don't know why we do this, but we can, if we stare into a mirror too long, Dude. have like a dis- dissociative yeah. situation. I
0: will tell you right now, I you will never ever see me doing summoning blood, Bloody Mary because. I do not mess with go- ghosts. Well like, nope. Goodbye.
1: Well, you're gonna find out that it comes from something very like concrete and not this. But like I totally get what they're talking about with the disassociative yeah. thing. Cause you, do you ever like look into your eyes, you know, just sometimes and you're like, wow, I'm a person, I'm like in my body, I'm a soul. Like you just like start going on this like weird quest that like freaks sure. you out a little bit. Yeah. Anyways. So I could see how that would happen. Totally get it. I'm on the verge here. <laughs> Um, so other possible explanations include certain illusions called Troxler's fading. The Troxler effect is an optical illusion affecting visual perception. When one fixates on a particular point for even a short period of time and an unchanging stimulus, the, like, it fades away because you're focusing on a certain thing and it begins to disappear. Okay. Sorry, that was hard. Possibly also self-hypnosis or apophenia tendency to perceive meaningful connections between seemingly unrelated things okay so it's all in your head <laughs> but anyways so this is actually derived from the monarchy okay in Britain okay Mary the first or Bloody Mary yeah as they call her which I didn't know that I was even of, a thing I kind of
0: like somewhere in my brain that was tucked away but I don't know where I heard it
1: either. yeah so let me give you a little deed about her. So I started out like, oh my gosh, this crazy lady, but I'm on, I'm not going to say I'm a pro Mary here, but you're not anti her. I'm not anti her. And I'll (laughs) tell you why I am anti like burning people, which is something she did, Mm -hmm. but like we can, which tyrant hasn't burnt a
0: couple hundred (laughs) people. I think we can agree that burning people bad.
1: (laughs) I think, well now in today's society, apparently before it was like a show. Mm -hmm. So She has long been perceived as a a feared figure and is known as one of the most evil queens in history and Mm -hmm. she only had five years of reign she developed this like reputation because she burned protestants at the stake in an attempt to reverse the english reformation and like she was well i'll get into it she made and then she made like the people who were going next into the fire pile like watch Oh my so, you know, God. it's like, oh, it's like getting, in you're like watching somebody burn. And it sometimes <gasps> took like hours. Oh, yeah. To burn a slow, sorry, I can't. Well, cause also like, okay, like nowadays, you know, if, if you
0: get cremated or, you know, whatever, like it's a, in a furnace, like this is just like a fire that someone made in a courtyard with wood. And that, they're like,
1: good luck. And they're like, all right, let's... You know, yeah, that's yeah. terrifying. Gruesome part too that I read but didn't put in here, but I can't forget it now. Is sometimes <laughs> they would put like a bag of gunpowder around her head so that uh, it would go a little bit faster, but still no. So let's just put sickening. this little let's just put this little sickening and not in the good way on the side. <laughs> okay. Sickening. Uh, let's put this. Let's put this out of our mind because Mary was the first woman to rule England in her own right. And she did not simply inherit the throne. She seized it.
0: Um,
1: so, so she is. This is actually a heroic underdog story. Of somebody becoming a monarch. And just want to mention. That this is a huge form of sexism. The reason that she's called Bloody Mary. Because her reign was not as bloody as her father's. Henry VIII. Mm. Or any other English monarchs right. for that matter. So it's. Half of it is because she's a woman. Some of it is because of the shifting cultural identity between Catholicism and Protestant. Protestant. And another part of it is just good old-fashioned propaganda. Mm. So. We love to see it. We love (laughs) to see it. Let's learn about Mary. Born in February 18th, 1516, Mary Tudor was the only surviving child of her father, Henry VIII, and Queen Catherine of Aragon. They had had a lot of miscarriages before, henry the eighth was trying to have a son Mm -hmm. as they do as they do Mm -hmm. and um lo and behold he gets a little princess who just ended up (laughs) living so everybody loved little mary mother loved her father loved her england loved her but she was a girl and realizing that there may be no other children mainly no sons to inherit Mm -hmm. the throne mary's mother catherine groomed her from a young age for a promising future as the queen of england Mm she knew that this girl needed to be educated to be the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Catherine taught her Latin, which was at the time a man's language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> that Mary could someday fulfill the most masculine of roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could we? <laughs> um, Henry was proud of his daughter and all of her accomplishments. So he was like a good dad at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. he was pretty chill. And being the daughter of the king of England and a Spanish princess, which was her mother, mm-hmm. um, Mary was considered a hot commodity for marriage. So not to brag, but like in her first year, she was like fake married to somebody. Like, oh, yeah, like as a baby. What? Like you can like do all the rituals of the marriage ceremony without the kissing at the end. <laughs> and so then she was like betrothed Wait, to as them. a baby. Yeah, they just like held her there. They're just like holding her. It's like a baptism, but like you get a ring at the end. Like bling bling. Anyway. That's so weird. <laughs> That's so, so weird. Yeah. So, but she was promised to a bunch of different sons of various rulers for either alliance's sake or political gain, which I feel like when the Prince of France talked to the Prince of yeah. something, like, yeah. do they not talk? They have carrier pigeons. Hello. <laughs> Little horseback riding people, weird. Like,
0: yeah, so, or maybe it was like something weird. It's like okay, let's just keep this a secret because she's so young. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, so they're like, you better not go tell the prince of France about this. And then to the prince of France, they're like, you better not go to, tell the other guy about this.
1: The other guy in the other country that <laughs> yeah. we can't name right now in Europe. I just think it's like ridiculous. But mm-hmm. regardless, all of these betrothals end up felling through, um, like when she became eleven, which is only a year younger than the legal age for marriage the in England. Sting. So twelve. Ugh. Um. I. I guess people, don't. Even that's want... like middle
0: age, though. So.
1: <laughs> no, even though, like, uh, yeah. Hold on. So. Gross. Right. Disgusting. So her future had to be really con- seriously considered, um, because you know. She wanted to have a successful marriage. So they, they kind of, those betrothals went away. And then as per usual, the parents ruin everything. Mm-hmm. And when I say parents, I mean the dad. Mm-hmm. So Henry VIII was like, you know what? I don't want to be married to your mother anymore because she has grown fat and ugly, mm-hmm. which is kind of dick. Mm-hmm. So Henry falls in love with this woman named Anne Boleyn, mm-hmm. which we all know about. Um, For the next five years, he's searched for a way to marry Anne. But in the Catholic faith, You cannot get divorced. He ended up going against the Pope and getting a divorce with Catherine and marrying Anne Boleyn. Mm -hmm. So during this time, he had to separate from the Roman Catholic Church. And then Mary, poor little Mary, who everybody loves and everything's good, Mm -hmm. she was cursed as a bastard, stripped of her title, and separated from her mother. She was a... She was considered a bastard. But she wasn't. But she's not. I... Oh, man. So, a few months later, this bitch Anne, which (sighs) Mm -hmm. I say that as a term of endearment, because it's really Henry who's... Right. Come on. Like... Right. A few months later, Anne gave birth to a baby girl, Elizabeth, who was proclaimed Princess of Wales. So now there are two queens and two princesses in England. That's why she had to get rid of all of her titles and shit Mm -hmm. like that. So this was very traumatic, obviously, because not only did you lose, like, everything that you loved and believed in, but, like, you lost part of your faith because she heavily identified with the Catholic religion and she refused to acknowledge her father as the head of the church Mm. so she had to endure a lot of humiliation she was like kind of like sent off to live somewhere else and then she was actually she had to be the baby Elizabeth who was like taking her place Mm -hmm. basically she had to be her servant Oh my god. It's like dad. So it's like her half-sister, basically. Exactly, it's her half-sister. To make matters worse, worse, her mother died. I know. And on top of that, Mary's health wasn't the greatest. She suffered from severe menstrual problems, which they think was endometriosis. Wait, what is that? It's like, um, you know, that's a great question. So endometriosis is a disorder in which... Uh, The tissue that normally lines the uterus grows outside of the uterus, which sounds super painful. And that tissue can be found on the ovaries, fallopian tubes, or even the intestines. Mm. Um, The most common symptoms are pain and menstrual irregularities. And you can do, like, hormone treatment or excision surgery, but, like, obviously those things weren't available back then, so. Is that Bloody Mary? Like be- no, that's oh, not okay. why. It's not because of menstruation. Okay. I mean, hey, it's blood. I mean, yeah. Now I'm going to like scream Bloody Mary every time I get my period. Um, she also may have had something called dysmenorrhea. I'm really bad at this. Dysmenorrhea, which gave her agonizing pain and cramping during the worst time of the month. Mm-hmm. And it was chronic and reoccurring. And it was termed by her royal physicians as... Her usual troubles, you know how we got those usual troubles. So, uh, and stress and anxiety would worsen the symptoms. Mm -hmm. She's going through the shit. She's in a lot of pain, and then she's in more pain because she's stressed. Like
0: I hate. For me, it's like the first day of my period. Like I just want to like rip out my uterus. Like I feel it would that would feel better than like the cramps. But I can't even imagine like like, old-timey England with the
1: period. Uh-uh. uh uh-uh. Like, that You gotta hard. wear a fucking, like... Diaper. diaper. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not me. So, without a doubt, this is, like, a very stressful time for her. I've said that a million times because, like, I'm stressed about it. Yes. And, like, also the kingdom was, like, looking at her father and being like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, a lot right. of people didn't really like Anne Boleyn because, like, obviously he's kind of going against the faith of... Right. It's a whole thing. Why are we creating all these problems? The 99 problems are just one guy and he's a problem. (laughs) Exactly. She saw no future for herself in England. So she wrote to her cousin, Charles V, who was the Holy Roman Emperor at the time. Mm. So this is her cousin. Remember Charles V, he's gonna come up later. He's technically the most powerful man in Europe and her greatest ally. So she desperately wants to leave to go to Spain where her mother was born. Mm but that changed when Anne was ordered by Henry to be executed the what? love of his life the one who tore up the entire shit so
0: did he think that that would like make the people like him again
1: or something no okay i so, fuck this dude i hate him i think this is the one that killed like all of his wives he had like he went through a bunch of other wives after her too like he i think he had like 7 wives cuz he wanted a, a boy Oh, my God. It's stupid. I hate it. Whatever. But he had her executed on false charges of incest, witchcraft, adultery, and conspiracy against the king, which is, like, all hearsay. You know, that's bullshit. Yeah. And whatever. But this gave Mary a new sense of hope for the future. Spark joy. Good for her. Yay, So in
0: 1547,
1: Henry VIII died of natural causes because of his poor health. He had a leg wound from jousting... <laughs> and it became ulcerated. So, Ew. I mean, who gives a shit? We don't yeah. have to talk about him anymore. He's a waste of time. He had a son with someone. I didn't write that down. That wasn't important. This uh-huh. is about Mary. Why are we talking yeah. about these people? Yeah. But, anyways, Edward took over at the ripe age of nine. Oh, man. Like Tootsie Pops <laughs> for everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Candy! <laughs> Um, So My first order
0: of king, I will
1: declare that every period is recess. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it it was just like endless recess for years and everybody loved him. But then he also died. Um, And I don't think I understood why. Again, not important. He went against his father's wishes because what was going to happen was it was him in line because he Mm -hmm. was the son. The next person in line for the crown would be Mary. Uh Uh-huh. And the third person in line for the crown would be Elizabeth. Right. He went against his father's wishes and he put his Protestant cousin, Lady Jane Grey, next in line. Mary and Elizabeth were like, bitch, please. We've been already fighting about this. Who the fuck are you? In 1553, the people of England were so happy because Mary was coming back into... She was Mm -hmm. coming into England or London... London, England, England, <laughs> to take back her, her, her rightful heir to the throne. So nobody realized, though, how freaking angry Mary was. Right. She was determined to restore the Catholic faith and take revenge against those who had made her last 25 years
0: miserable. So was she, like, 25 around, like... Like, was she...
1: That's not the right question. I think she was 37, actually. Oh, okay. Because so basically... she had a good life up until, like, 11.
0: Okay. Right, 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 right. right. Ish. Yeah. And then,
1: you know. So she was basically, like, taking out her daddy <clears throat> as she was on the Protestants, which, like, I mean... <laughs> so she ordered, uh, in her time of reign, she ordered 280 Protestants to be burned at the stake, which cemented her reputation as Bloody Mary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, estimates... Estimates suggest that Henry, her father, had ordered the deaths of as many as 57,000 to 72,000, including two of his wives. It's worth noting that that's a little fucked up. Yeah. Because so she's like, hey, let me just like, I mean, every life is important, but like, here's a drop in the bucket. Mm -hmm. Here's a billion people, and I just like, killed them all. Yeah. Fuck this guy. It probably...
0: Was more notable towards Mary, too, because that's, like, when the Protestant Reformation, like, was more, maybe, prevalent, too. So yeah.
1: yeah. Like, like, it was spurred by we, a lot of things, right, but right. it definitely didn't help that she was a woman. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> It just brings so many things into question, like, why is she looked at as Bloody Mary, but none of her family members are dubbed as Bloody Henry or Bloody Edward? Where right. are those people? Right. A little rude, I rude. would say. So, rude. Yes, the questions are complex and predictably fraught, I would say, (laughs) if I had to put it into words that I took from someone else. Um, So she was really popular, and then she became like super unpopular really Mm -hmm. fast. So you remember her cousin Charles V? Yes, I didn't forget. You didn't forget? I remembered him. The Holy Roman Emperor. Yes, her like total ally. Mm -hmm. So she decides to marry his son, Uh which is her cousin's son. Okay. A little weird, fine. So she adored him. She was, like, smitten about him. But there's no record of how he felt in return for her. Uh Most speculate he didn't feel the same way, which kind of sucks. Yeah. One indicator of this is that they there were, like, rumors circulating that Philip had had affairs with multiple women and that Philip's closest confidant had praised him for his ability to deal with a woman with whom he could expect neither physical pleasure nor satisfaction. Oh, geez. And to that I say... Where are all these terrible men coming from? (laughs) I mean, jeez. It's just, and and people are saying shit about her. Like she was not perceived as attractive and these people were like essentially massive assholes. So she's 38, she's getting older and her childbearing years are slipping away really fast. Which as you know is, all women are for anyways, right? Right.
0: right. So (laughs) after
1: her marriage, she does seem to have some luck. She stops menstruating, she feels nauseated in the mornings, and she's gained weight. Hmm, what could that mean? So, her royal physician is uh, suspects she's pregnant, the people rejoice, everybody's like, ringing the bells, like, la 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 la, birds are chirping, it's amazing. So, she grows her belly, and as per usual, she has to go away into hiding, to like a different area, because oh, okay. she's pregnant. It's I, probably for the baby's safety, maybe? Like, I think people just didn't want to see a pregnant lady. I don't know. Jeez. So whatever weird. I think yeah. it's like a nobility thing okay too, yeah, yeah but it, whatever so they hired all these people to stand by to help care for the baby mm-hmm. um, they sent out letters announcing the birth they were so excited because there could be a potential heir to the throne after 11 months okay and still no baby okay it's rumored that um, she's lying okay but she had the belly huh. she had all these other things so it could have been a couple things it could have been a tumor Oh my god. Especially with her ovaries situation going on. Or she could have been experiencing a phantom pregnancy, which is a conditional phenomenon that occurs when a woman wants a child so badly and winds up deluding herself into believing that she's pregnant while displaying the classic bodily symptoms of pregnancy. Whoa. It's so, like, real to the point of, like, they can have... If you're having a phantom pregnancy, you can have elevated levels of estrogen or prolactin, which is... The reason why you get those symptoms. Yeah. And you also get the psychological symptoms that come with pregnancy, like the desire to bond with your baby.
0: Uh-huh. But it's
1: not there. Uh-huh. And at the time, there was no way to distinguish whether a false pregnancy was a real one or not. And, you know, she's never been pregnant. So she was probably like, yeah, this is totally like, you know, whatever. This is what happens. Yeah. And she continued to insist that she could feel the child in there. Weird. Yeah. Which I don't I I don't know. But anyways, this turned into crazy rumors and speculation. People quickly started spreading shit about her. They were like, maybe she lied about being pregnant to give people hope for the heir. Maybe um, instead of a baby, she's carrying a monkey. I don't know why that would be (sighs) like the thing, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, like literally give her a break. After two false pregnancies, Mary realizes that she is not going to bear the heir to the throne and that Elizabeth is going to have to secede her. She hated Elizabeth um and because she like viewed her as the person that started her misery. yeah yeah i mean kind of anne Boleyn did but like right it's really her dad no i was just
0: gonna say it's not <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whew. anyways sadly mary died in 1558 It was most likely ovarian cancer derived from her untreated endometriosis during her last hours, she often lapsed into a trance-like state in which she saw visions of little Whoa. children playing on instruments and singing like angels. Whoa, it just made me so sad for her. yeah, and i'm I'm like, can imagine that she would want a baby so bad can can you like imagine first of all, also her husband was like, Always gone. Like, he yeah. was always off somewhere. Right. Like, literally sailed away. and you know he didn't I...
0: like her. Yeah, he didn't want Which her. Which
1: is also right. like, okay, your dad's an right. asshole. Your right. mom loves you, but she dies. Right. Then you got this deadbeat husband who's just, like, in it for whatever, status, title. Mm-hmm. That Yeah. It that just yeah. doesn't feel right. Because of her death, her vision for the Catholic England crumbled and Elizabeth took the throne. Mary's dick of a husband, Philip, whom she loved so much, wrote that he felt only moderate grief for her.
0: All right, you can and, just lie. You don't have to you right. don't
1: have to be honest all the time, Philip. Just just put on a smile yeah. or no, or, put on some tears. Yeah. <laughs> he had a smile and he's like I feel so sad right yeah. now. <laughs> and he like drips water in his yeah. eyes. But then this motherfucker oh, great. turns around and
0: marries Elizabeth. I, I knew it. Dude, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. It's like a
1: telenovela up yeah. in here. One of her dying wishes or like one of her requests in her will was to be buried next to her mother they ignored her request and she ended up being buried next to elizabeth like no shit she's a ghost you know what i mean i mean like, i would fucking haunt the yeah. shit out of people and what's even worse is that on top of that the gravesite where mary and elizabeth are is essentially a monument to elizabeth so it's like there's like the statue of her and she has like a big beautiful stone yeah casket thing yeah and it like overshadows mary's tomb and all Mary has is a little commemorative slab of black marble that says Bloody Mary on it. What? Yeah. So she had a, like a terribly difficult life, so much grief and pain and misery. And like, on top of everything, she did not get anything she asked for in the end.
0: These people were literally like, all right, recipe for a ghost. Here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get started. Double, double,
1: toilet yeah. trouble. Let's fuck this mm-hmm. shit up. I've been crossed once or twice by right. like... But this shit? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. They're lucky she didn't kill more people. Like, right? honestly, I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't I, condone I know, tyranny, but like, jeez. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot. To so kind of round this story out. Mm-hmm. Um, historian Lucy Wooding says descriptions of Mary tend to be misogynistic. Like they have misogynistic undertones. Mary's criticized for being vindictive and fierce for her reign, but in the same time, spineless and weak for such actions mm-hmm. as showing clemency to political prisoners and yielding authority to her husband, Philip II of Spain. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't win with no. these people
0: because no.
1: all because you got fricking the bits. Yeah.
0: The bits, which I would argue
1: are the good bits,
0: but you know, whatever. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, not for her cause that, that, shit, right. that right. shit hurts. Um, and I have no idea. Most experts would agree that her marriage with Philip had adverse effects on her reputation painting her as like an infatuated, like weak-willed woman Mm. who like was so obsessed with him, which (laughs) that's just rude. And like, I just can't. Anyways, so the myth of Bloody Mary is one that's full of misconception. England's first queen regent was not a vindictive and violent woman, nor a pathetic love-struck woman who would have been better off as a nun, which is what a lot of people have said. She was stubborn, which like, you go girl inflexible, and undoubtedly flawed. But she was also a product of her time as incomprehensible to modern minds as our world would be to hers. Yeah. She paved the way for her sister's reign, setting precedents Elizabeth never acknowledged stemmed from her predecessor and accomplished much in such arenas as fiscal policy, religious education, and the arts. Uh, one historian also notes that, like, Mary burned Protestants, Elizabeth, her sister, disemboweled Catholics. hmm Neither are pretty. Right. But, again, it's all on Mary. Right. Which is just, like, this is bullshit. So,
0: so what you, like, said earlier is basically, like, Elizabeth, her sister, like, took over the throne as now the second, wom- like, woman yeah. queen of England. But, like, never, nobody ever was, like acknowledging it as right
1: she wasn't like thanks for paving the way right thanks for letting making thanks for shouldering all of this shit for me right i'm just gonna walk i mean i'm sure elizabeth had her issues too but like this is not what we're here about right right now so it's not about you elizabeth as we've said multiple times despite all of her faults she was the first to prove that a woman could rule england with the same authority as men yeah and she was intelligent politically adept and a resolute monarch who proved to be very much her own woman. She was a Tudor trailblazer, a political pioneer whose reign redefined the English monarchy. And then at her funeral, the Bishop of Winchester observed, she was a king's daughter. She was a king's sister. She was a king's wife. She was a queen. And by the same title, a king also.
0: Oh, hell yeah, that's good. I got chills
1: there. And that is why... And where Bloody Mary came from, so a lot of the reason why this was so promoted, like the idea of Bloody Mary, mm. is because a lot of people um, in the Protestant faith, and like oh. when, when people are recapping this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. it's like especially when religion is, is involved, like the stakes are really high, and right. she like tried to change it back, kind of thing. It makes sense why there was so much right. uh, spurred like behind that. It's also it's
0: easy to make a villain out of that kind of
1: exactly yeah. Damn, that was good. Yeah. Bloody so, Mary. Bloody Mary, man. I love it. I'm kind of like not going to use Bloody Mary ever again. I feel like I'm going to just call her Mary.
0: Aw. Just
1: like Mary. Hey, Mary. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, Mary. How you
0: doing? <laughs> so the drink, you would just be like, hey, can I get a Mary? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey,
1: barkeep, can you give me one of those Marys? No, it's Marys. Yeah, thankfully I don't order them too much because like, it feels had- like a very savory situation yeah. for a cocktail. Um, in which case I'd rather just have like a savory meal with a beer. True. But I've um, never had
0: one before. I don't even know. Do you like tomato juice? I don't think I've ever had. I like tomato soup.
1: Then you would. I think you would like it. So you can do so many things with it. I, yeah, let's take this time to really talk about the importance yeah. of. Them.
0: Alcohol. Bloody Marys.
1: <laughs> Bloody Marys can be served like a million ways, but at like really bougie places you can get like a strip of bacon on yeah, top. Yeah, I've olives, seen them with like, with yeah. like
0: grilled cheese on them.
1: I think you get a fried crab on top. Like a fried soft shell crab. Pretty sure they do that somewhere in in, uh, Maryland. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so, uh... So I
0: wonder (laughs) if that was named... I mean... After the ghost, or, like, or after her. The drink.
1: Mmm. I don't know. Probably the ghost. I should have looked that up, probably. That would have been a nice, like, round out the system. No, I mean... But, um, I think that endometriosis Uh, vodka didn't quite go off the tongue as well so we just kind of went with oh my god
0: vod vodka can i get a vodka endometriosis endometriosis (laughs) can i get a vodka period blood awesome (laughs) awesome that was great Yeah. yeah
1: so that's that's my story i was I'm not going to tell you what I was going to do, but this, oh, I, I, I really know. enjoyed this and I spent like three hours this morning doing it. I so. love it. We
0: love procrastination. We love last minute decisions. Yeah,
1: PS4 procrastination. Yeah.
0: Great. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ByTheLetterPod. And if you have any ideas for um, stories that we can do, please email us at uh, ByTheLetterPod at gmail.com. And... We'll see you Mm. next time. Yeah.
1: Next week, we're going to do C
0: for Carly. Yay. Well, Carly's going to be doing C. I have no idea what I'm doing yet. So.
1: All right. Well, enjoy yourselves. All right. Go have a Bloody Mary for a girl Mary. Go have a Mary. Go have a Mary. (laughs) Go Mary. Go Mary. Go Go. Mary. All right. Bye.